<laughs> Can I see your teats and I'll show you my meat? What are you talking about? Oh, you'll show me your meat? I'll show you my teeth. Kind of grossed out right now. <laughs> it is a little gross. <laughs> oh, there's a raccoon that visits our backyard that has teeth. Okay. For her meat. <laughs> trying to um, tone down the flappity on this episode. <laughs> I wasn't trying to say it at all, actually. I think, I think we were doing okay until you just brought it up. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think I had said flappity. Not once. Well, flappity I, mean, I yes. love that you keep going as Judy Garland thing. Not once did I do that. Where's my scotch and pills? <sighs> Who took the flim flam flappity out of this whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> Right, gather yourselves. <laughs> okay, try hard. Are we rolling? Yeah. Okay, so we started off. Having a hard time, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, kids. Hey, kids. Hey, kids. Here we are again, doing this thing for your ear holes. All for your love. Your ejaculate. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Who said that? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are we doing? Dick fingers? No. That's a callback to last episode. Yes, it is. Go back one and you'll understand. <laughs> anyway, we are exes boyfriend and girlfriend and now we just hang out together with our spouses kelly who's still ill unfortunately a little under the weather got a case of the flappity (laughs) he's the one who fucking told us to tone it down seriously those people those people are the first and you're not even supposed to be here yet asshole i'm jim brogan i'm christina parker this is exes nexus so, yes, we're exes. We do this podcast. We ask each other a mysterious question later. About <laughs> which the captain, uh, which the captain, the made, captain. made us mysterious drinks that are based upon that question. I wonder I wonder where the captain is. I heard, you him, know, I heard him in here a minute so ago. So did I. Flappity! <laughs> oh, no. Hey! Wait! Wait up! Again, again, just go back to last episode if this feels a little odd. Because <laughs> last episode feel a little odd, too. <laughs> but this is more familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, Captain. What are we drinking here? Uh, mine's creamy. What do mm. I got? Miss Christina Parker, you're drinking the Golden Cadillac. Oh, I love a Cadillac. I like that. Not until you drink it, you won't. That awful licorice is way at the back. So whatever that, that thing sucks. is. That sucks. Yeah. I know because the rest of it's really good. And then there's that anus. Yeah. There's no hiding that. Anus. Yeah. <laughs> basically. It's terrible. Why'd you have to put it in there? Could you just leave that out? That's what it calls it's for. It's a good drink. It is. Until you get the hit in the back. <laughs> Until you have that licorice. Ugh. Yeah. It's not bad. So, let me taste this guy. Oh, yeah, there's that licorice right there in the back. I know, and it's like the second drink, the second sip, you're like, it's going to be better oh, than the first. Oh, oh God. And it isn't better than the first. Well, here's why. It's one ounce of Guyano, which is the anise. Yes. And which then is it's, the anise? Yeah, one ounce of white cream de cocoa. 
de coco. And uh, white cream de coco. And uh, two ounces of cream. And you just shake them up. There you go. Oh, it was good, except for that animus. Maybe substitute the Guiano for something else. Yeah, like Kahlua. Something I bet totally if you poured different. a little bit of Kahlua in there, it would kill that, uh, or coffee, that licorice taste. coffee liqueur. Mm-hmm. Jim, you're drinking a fallen angel. Nice. Give that a whirl. Wind big. Mama's falling. It's very green. <clears throat> yeah, it's not supposed to be, but whatever. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why? What's wrong with it? Nothing's wrong with it. Ugh. Dude, that what is that vermouth? No. Peppermint chops. It smells like toothpaste. Oh, it tastes <laughs> like toothpaste. Well, maybe I should have had the white. All right, Fallen Angel is one and a half ounces of gin, a half ounce of white creme de menthe. Well, we don't That's have any. We don't have any white creme de menthe, so I use regular creme de menthe. Okay. I don't know if there's a difference. Uh, one ounce of fresh lemon juice, <laughs> a dash of bitters, let's, and one cherry. Let's. Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> okay. Um, mint and lemon. Chief brushing and orange juice. Yeah, basically. Mm. And a half ounce of each. <gasps> God. That's fucking brutal. That is the worst drink ever. You're gonna oh my God, like I can smell it. It smells like that. Disgusting toothpaste. Did you think in one minute... For one second, look at your face, dude. Look at his fucking face. Why would you ever think that, that tasted good? But why would you make that drink when you... Because it's the question. Oh, man. You gotta break the rules a little bit. Or something. That's rough. Yeah. Like, we're... Post these recipes on the website. Oh, God. No one's gonna drink that. Whatever. Some people like, like that shit. I mean, well, maybe, it, it exists, so somebody maybe, out there likes it. Somebody maybe, the white, maybe the white creme de menthe yeah, is different. makes a difference. I'm maybe definitely. it's like a creamy white. I don't know. I think yeah, that, that is fucking brutal. Definitely. But I feel like oh, God. creme de menthe and fucking lemon never go together. That seems like a oh, terrible combination. like you said, tooth, toothpaste and orange juice. That's awful. So maybe go make us something else. Oh, well, Jim's got a drink. and You, ha- you don't like yours? Golden Cadillac? Oh, you don't like the anise. Oh, God, anise. No, anise. I make us one of our uh, cocktails that we discovered. How about that? Oh, I would uh, love I, that. Yeah? She stole my tequila for, to, for so right. you could make that drink. I did so. steal the tequila for that. All right, well, uh, P.S., awesome. you need to hook me up with one of those so I can bring that back to Kelly. Oh, totally. Okay, so... Cup convalescent. To fill, to, yeah, yeah, to fill everybody in, um, we... in. Okay, so I'm just going to say this right now. I'm going to make it a hyper-local... This, for me, is going to be a very hyper-local episode. Okay. So it's going to be... Same, actually. ...to Palm Beach County and into my neighborhood and into our roots tonight. Um, so welcome to it, kids. So if you're on vacation and you're in the area... <laughs> Give us a call. <laughs> yeah, and definitely check out a couple of these places that we mention. Um, the first one I'm going to mention is my favorite produce stand. It's just on the edge of West Palm Beach and Lake Worth on Dixie Highway, um, which is way east. It's east-east. Um, and it's a produce stand. It's the freshest. We have, a, they have all sorts of stuff, a lot of tropical, local stuff. Um, they also have jams and concoctions and breads from local companies and one of the companies they carry things from is pascales in delray beach which is just south of us and they do jams and something called shrubs uh fruit shrub right a drinking vinegar basically yeah it's like a tonic if you look them up there's like a whole history of them on the back of the bottle but it's local they're made here i picked one up on a whim the other day when i was buying produce after work and it's a vanilla Pineapple. Pineapple. 
chili. chili. And it is the most delicious, sort of sour, S- sweet, spicy syrup that you can add to anything. You but can, it's vinegar. this is what you were texting me about, it's a, right? It's a vinegar yeah. base. Yeah. It's a vinegar base. It's so pretty it's, fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a so if you've ever had like a fire cider vinegar or some kind of a vinegar drink, it's very vinegar heavy, which kind of lends itself to the spice. But then it's also fruit syrupy. They do right. some other ones. I think they have a ginger one. Because it's really balanced. It's it's yeah. it's really balanced. Like it's mm-hmm. not like oh my god vinegar. No. Like it just like you get the notes of everything. The, the sharpness of the vinegar, the sweetness of the of, pineapple, of, of the pineapple, and then that, and then little, that little that little heat. spice that hangs mm-hmm. out in the back. Mm-hmm. It's so good that I went back this week and bought two more bottles. Awesome. <laughs> so she brings this stuff home, and we look at it. We're like, interesting. And we pop the cork, and we're sniffing it. And we're, I'm like, man, this would make a great fucking cocktail. We got to put like tequila in this. And normally, I would never volunteer tequila because yeah. Christina turns tequila. into a complete asshole. <laughs> but I mean, once you sniff it, and once you look at it, you're like, oh, this needs tequila, and it needs something else. So we made a drink with this stuff. Tequila and lime juice. Key lime. Key lime juice and shook it up with some ice and it is amazing. So you invented a drink. What are you calling it? We, we haven't don't know. We yet. haven't figured out a name yet. The Flappity? The Flappity. No, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. South Florida. The highfalutin Flappity? The South Florida Flappity. The South Flappity. Don Victorios. Pascales. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah, we'll figure out a name, but it's fucking delicious. I think I wanna yeah, rim the, I think I wanna rim the glass with some Pretty salt. Pebbles? Mm-mm. Salt oh. and lime zest. I think lime Yeah, salt and lime zest. Salt and lime zest, half rim maybe on it. So they're delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you wanna make You wanna us try some lemon and lime with this one? Sure. Make it up, Captain. Right. We trust I'll be right you. Back. you. We'll guys start do some it on. We'll do some entertainment. Right. Want to start okay. it on some entertainment? I thought we were keeping it like kind of local, though. So. Oh no, yeah. but we can entertainment. We can still keep local, but also universal. it is universal. Um, I okay. Let's go into the whole thing about what we hate about the um, continuity issues in films and stuff. Talk about empty. Purses, right. not shutting yes. doors. Oh, the movie cliche. Movie cliche. Okay, yes. yeah. You got a new one? Yeah, totally. Cool. <clears throat> I can't remember if we talked about this one before, and I guess I should have gone back and listened. But every time there's a chase scene, car, bicycle, on foot, uh, there's always somehow a fruit stand, a green market, <laughs> an open air bazaar. They're selling fucking carpets and pots and pans and always a goddamn cart of fruit. Have you ever seen a fucking cart of fruit in your life? No. On, no, even at the green market, they're on a cart of fruit. Hilarious. And it is always. It, you're like... Like even in modern day? Uh-huh. Like mo- modern uh-huh. day times? Uh-huh. Like start I can see attention. it in like a Bronx tale. Because no, that's like... Start, that. start paying attention. Anytime there's a chase scene anywhere... They are going to end up through a market. There might be some live chickens. Uh, it's hay. There might be hay. But there will definitely be some kind of produce. It's the most strange thing Interesting. ever. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, because I have never seen... I mean, not that I grew up in, like, you know, urban New York or anything, metropolitan... Dude, I, it doesn't matter where they are in the world. There's good, they, Somehow or another, there's a produce stand where they're in this chase. This chase happens, and there's a stand of fruit and vegetables or something. Do you know what uh, cracks me up is, and, and, and it's kind of like, it's almost like a throwaway scene, but if you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, 
there's a scene where like the Nazis are chasing after Indiana Jones and and all the like the the locals in in the country like swarm them with fruit carts and shit yeah. like that. And there's a scene where the I, I really feel like it's improvised, but there's a scene where one of the uh, locals is handing uh, one of the Nazis a watermelon, and he just he just grabs the watermelon and smashes it on the ground. It's, it's really kind of a throwaway scene, but it always makes me laugh because I just it feels like it's improvised, and it's just like one of those things that's like once you see it, it's kind of a gem. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I didn't tell him to do that, but like, so he just totally grabbed it. In Hollywood Studios at Disney World, right? There's an Indiana Jones ride experience or like an yes. indiana jones yes. show and that's the it. scene that's the scene oh you're right is in the market where the nazis and they like blow some shit up and yeah it's pretty cool and they get the audience involved it's audience participation me and zach have both been in it it's fun of course i know whatever we are a spectacle and we're easy to work with well you are an actress after all so there's that what you got People watching, man. People watching. This goes with my next one. Okay, good. good okay. Good. So yesterday, I have because my wife's been under the weather, and I couldn't find anybody to go with me. But I decided, because uh, Kelly just wanted to watch Vampire Diaries and probably had me out of her hair for a while. <laughs> so I got showered up. I got cleaned up. I went down to the Kelsey Theater because there were um, two tribute bands playing, Van Halen. Completely Unchained is what they're called. They've been around a long time. They're, they're really good at Are they local? Uh, Are they based at a... I don't know. They're in Florida quite a bit. Huh. They're in Florida quite a bit. And they're like, oh, well, we'll we come back in a town. Their parents live so. here. Maybe. I don't know. And and then I saw Kiss Alive, which is a Florida-based Kiss tribute band. Um, so... Was it packed? Were there a lot of people? It was very sad at first because when I got there about... 20 minutes before they were supposed to get started, I got myself a drink, and then I literally counted every person that was there. And there was only like 35 people. Were there any chairs? They had the high top tables and chairs? Yeah, the high top tables. All of those were occupied. The front of the stage was naked as the day we're all born. You mean like no chairs, no... There's chairs against the wall. Okay. I guess they're just expecting people, especially for a show yeah. like that, to just... Rush the stage. Rush the stage, I know. That's what I, I, that's why I'm asking, because I know the space. Okay, again, hyper-local, everybody in Lake Park just north of West Palm Beach, South Palm Beach Gardens. It's a cute little town that has always been on the verge of revitalization. Um, and there's a little... Uh, and hands up to uh, A.J. Brockman, who yep. uh, who is probably single-handedly responsible for bringing so much... Yeah, and Jesse Furman, too, our friend Jesse, yes. who we mentioned before. Anyway, they, um, they've brought back this, like, real... Like, this few blocks up there um, with a an art gallery with beer and games and an open mic night and food trucks uh, and, and a ton of a ton of things for uh, local artists to do they, yeah. they painted the whole back of the building and part of it is um there's a theater attached where it it's a really cool convertible space where there's some high tops there's couches there's chairs the room can be empty the room can have stuff in it there's a nice elevated stage um there's it's, a green room. Yeah, there's. I've a, played there before, yeah, there's, so there's a green room. So have we. Our That's right. Improv is done, and uh, also the Swede Festival. We've had yes. Swede there. So anyway, it's a pretty cool place. So shout out to the Kelsey District in Lake Park. Everybody up there revitalizing. So good job, guys! Yay! Yay! But then, so I was there and I was hanging around. I ended up running into a, a, a friend of mine who I work with, who is also a huge Kiss fan, and he had seen. Um, the Van Halen tribute before. And the guy that does David Lee Roth, he does the David Lee Roth move where he kind of does the, like the, 
the the high kick spin. He does that a lot. He's a good looking guy. He's in, he's in really great shape. The dude's in really great shape. He's like, oh, normally I'd go to the gym after the show, but now I'm going to come and hang out with you guys. And I was like, don't go to the gym after the show. Don't let us guilt you into hanging out, buddy. <laughs> but, I'll t- but I'll tell you what. One, one of the gals that was standing next to me said, "Gals, one of those guys. Uh, one of those gals got their flappity on with me." And <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, she's like, um, "The Eddie Van Halen guy looks like Tyrion Lannister." Funny. And he does look like Tyrion Lannister. Is he like uh, a, a little, little person? Well, he's he's not an LP, but he's short. Oh, okay. But man, he wails on guitar. Like to be able to imitate that tone that Eddie Van Halen has, and really do it justice, really incredible. Oh, so Re- this is the guitar player, not the David Lee Roth guy. No, no, David Lee Roth guy. He doesn't look like David Lee Roth, but I mean, he's got blonde. He's a decent looking dude. He's in really good shape. Uh, and then the guitar player is the LP, not LP. Correct. Okay. Correct. But let me tell you the one thing that I thought, because I didn't really think, the guy can sing, but I don't think he really sounds like David Lee Roth. He just does a good version of Van Halen songs. The one thing that really hit for me was that um, the harmonies, those Michael Anthony harmonies, were so on point. Just so ridiculously on point. Oh my gosh. Oh, the captain just came back with he did. The, the, magic, the flappity, the flappity drinks. Oh, the flappity drinks. And look, he rimmed our glasses. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he's mm. so special, isn't he? Well, yeah, with pink salt. So the Van Halen tribute was good. Uh, the Kiss uh, Kiss Alive Kiss tribute um, was really great, too. They, they, they put on a good show, but I feel like I, towards the end, they were, like, losing the crowd. Oh, no, really? And, I, like, I kind of felt bad. And, by the way, let me tell you this. Like, I can't even explain this, but the guy that was Ace Freely... I was a foot taller than, in, and he was in the boots. Wow. Like, that guy was really short. I mean, he can't help it, obviously, and he did a great yeah. job, and he, he was great singing and everything, but I was just sort of like, I couldn't get over it, where I was just like, man, that dude's it's really tiny. Yeah. In the boots. In the kiss boots. <laughs> well, good for them, though. I mean, hey, living the dream. Right? I. I, well, you know, it's funny. Chuck Klosterman uh, wrote, wrote an article where he um, followed a tribute bands. And he was following around a, a Guns N' Roses tribute band. And he was also talking about, you know, the, this Guns N' Roses tribute tours and, and uh, you know, plays around a bunch of different, di- you know, different cities, different states, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And these guys get late. Yeah. Like, they're really the guys. But... That's exactly the point, yeah. is that they're like, okay, so are you sleeping with this guy because you like him, or you think you're sleeping with Slash? Yes. And yes. that's, like, and that's, so, but that's the girl's dream, is that she's willing to have sex with this guy because she's pretending to have sex with, like, Axel or Slash. And I feel like maybe dudes <clears throat> who traditionally would have trouble, like, they aren't the first guys to get laid, to be able to be in these bands... Kind of like ups the ante, right? Like it kind of like puts you at the top of the food chain. I guess and it just seems strange. I think that whatever, take it where you can get it. I guess it does seem strange. And I guess if you're if you're those guys, do you ever have a moment of pause where you're like, she's only sleeping with me because she thinks I'm Slash, right? Yeah. And I'm not Slash. <laughs> I mean, I guess you know. I guess you like, just don't care yeah, and you fuck go me, with I'm it, but... Slash. <laughs> hey, cheers. 
Cheers, to everybody. Hold on. Yes. To our unnamed drink. To our unnamed drink. Oh, oh my God, that's fucking delicious. We'll so have delicious. a name soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, flappity. Mm-hmm. Flappity. It's like a baby. Holy so, moly. I will say this. It was good people watching, for sure. I felt like the youngest person there. <laughs> and I probably wasn't, but I felt like the youngest person there. That's funny. Crazy. Um, my people watching goes to... Um, pause for a moment while I take a sip of my delicious drink. Mm. <laughs> How's the salt? Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. It's and I, like, I like the foamy top that shake, shake, yeah. shake until it's foamy. Mm. Shake, shake, shake. Um, <clears throat> people that walk down the middle of the street when there's sidewalks. So uh, I drive through some neighborhoods sometimes, and I don't go fast because I know what it's like to live on a street where people haul ass through your neighborhood, and it fucking pisses me off. So again, people change, right? Like, I'm a maniac driver, but now living on a street where people drive like maniacs, it makes me slow down on streets that I might not have slowed down on before. So I'm pretty respectful through neighborhoods. People just want to walk in the middle of the street. There's a car coming. I'm a car. You're a person. You are in the middle of the road. Could you could you get on the sidewalk? Please. Same with parking lots. I'm driving. It's cars. Parking lot. We all got to abide in the same area. Don't be a fucking cockhole walking down the middle of this goddamn lane. Let's all just have a little respect for each other. Just a little bit of respect. That's all. And down here... Hyperlocal, I feel like people in South Florida are fucking assholes, for the most part. No offense, people, I love all of you. I really do. But there's something happens to people down here where you live in a bubble of your own making and nobody else matters and get out of my way. And it rubs off. Can I say something on the same note? So, I've been jogging a lot lately. And although I have no problem with people riding bikes on the sidewalk, even though you're not supposed to, if I'm running, it's you need to get the fuck off the sidewalk. Right. This old man did not. He, I had to run around this asshole. And it was like, dude, you could have just waited until I ran past you and then gotten back. I have no problem with people riding bikes on the sidewalk. But I think if there's people coming, yeah. the walkers and the runners have ownership of the sidewalk. That happened with us today. We were pulling out of a, of a little shopping plaza. And I'm, I've got a... I'm making a right-hand turn, but there's traffic barreling down on me, and there's a light that's to my right. Like, we're making a right-hand turn, and then at about 100 feet, we have a light, which is fine, but, like, I have to make sure that it's green or it's red so I know if traffic's stacking up or whatever. So, I'm about to pull out, and then I notice there's these two bicycles on sidewalk going the wrong fucking way toward me, like... He had Fla- no reason to flying. look in that direction. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They're flying fast. So I have to alter everything I'm doing because I have to, if I don't make it out before the bikes and before the, I, like, and it's my only window. But it's like, I shouldn't have to look that way for vehicles, basically bikes that are going like 15 miles an hour. Yeah. Right. Cruising. The wrong direction. On I'm looking to my left to make sure I can pull out and go right because I'm just pulling out into right. left-hand traffic. If you're a pedestrian, no big deal. And right. you're not going to probably, you're going to wait till I pull out anyway, hopefully. And we'll all make eye contact. It'll be fine. But you're hauling ass on a bike. Sure. And if I didn't even look, but if I just pulled out and as I'm looking, you would have been, we would have T-boned. It would have. Yeah, it would have been bad. Yeah. And then it's the driver's fault. It's always the and, driver's fault. It, yeah, of course it is. Of course. It is. And here's a, here's another thing. Here, this is another thing I do. So if I'm running around my neighborhood and I'm on the sidewalk, if somebody's walking their dogs, I usually 
run not like away from them, but like I, I give them the right of way because dogs get alarmed when they see joggers yeah, sure. going by and stuff, and I don't want to make that uncomfortable. Again, it, I feel like there's like a, a hierarchy for lack of a better word. Yeah. It's just like kids and pets and shit. Like, they get first priority. If I'm jogging, second priority. If you're riding a bike, I don't mind if you're riding on the sidewalk. Get the fuck off the sidewalk if there's kids and pets and me. Right. Yeah. On the sidewalk. Yeah, well, um, like, I you feel, lose your rights on that one. I feel yeah. like a lot of the rest of the country grasps the civility, sort of, of right, side... Right of way and pedestrian traffic versus bike traffic versus car traffic. Yeah. Yeah, there's just not... not down here. There's just... It's just a free-for-all. Nah, fuck, man. Uh-uh, it's a so free-for-all. Every it's anarchy out in the streets! Every man for himself. Every man for himself. Well, we live in Lake Worth. Getting to be hyper-local. We live in Lake, Lake Worth. Lake Worth has a lot of one-way streets. And I, I can't... That's true. I can't tell you how many times, like, since we've lived here, that I have almost murdered people on their bikes not intentionally because they're going the wrong way on a one-way street and i'm stopping at stop signs and i'm looking the other way not thinking you know i'll, I'll do my i'll look all around i'll look right look left you know look left look right look left again but people are parked on the street right so you can't see around cars sometimes and then all of a sudden some asshole comes. is zipping down the wrong way and then i have to slam on my brakes halfway through the intersection because they're an asshole and they don't know how it works. I, this one guy used to ride around Lake Worth like that with his kids in the little trailer behind the bike. The wrong direction. Oh. Down a one-way street. <clears throat> I gave him an earful one day. What are you teaching your kids, you idiot? So To not pay attention. Yeah, they, nothing fucking matters. The rules don't apply to you. That's what you're to teaching To you specifically. Me. Specifically. Yeah, go fuck yourself, mm-hmm. you flappity motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and you, go fuck yourself, you <laughs> flappity motherfucker. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so there's a little bit of irritainment for you. Um, can we, can we go into actors, I guess, right now? Or if you want. Yeah, well, talk about guys. You keep, um, you keep telling me I sound like Judy Garland. You got any interest in that Renee Zell? The Renee Zell? Uh, <laughs> I, I heard she's definitely, if she, if she does not only is she probably going to get nominated, she's likely going to win. That's the word around town. Have you seen her in any of the pressers? No. She looks like Judy Garland fucked up on pills. We, I watched, acting. Oh my god! I she, her fucking I don't even know. Like talking about someone who's completely changed the way they look via plastic surgery, and then or changed whatever. it back. Yeah, changed it back, and then adopted some weird fucked up voice. I don't under. She's a bizarre character to me. That's probably why she did so well falling into that. But I've heard <laughs> she's gonna. Well. I guess we'll see. Listen, there's a lot of people... They never are... give Oscars to people who do original work. They only give it to you for mimicking someone else. Oh, they put a prosthetic on your nose and you are Virginia Woolf. Oh my God. Wonderful. Amazing. Yeah. You're amazing playing someone else that there's hours and hours of footage for you to copy. That's incredible. <laughs> to come up with your own character and your own creation and get rewarded for, for your own imagination, it doesn't happen. So... Anyway, or, or comedy. Comedy's never uh, because it's original. Because a lot of times it's original. But a lot of a lot of the rumors of people who are going to get nominated for Oscars, it's, like there's a strange batch of people that that, that that they're talking about. I mean, Black Panther was the only thing that's even been slightly original that's been rewarded at the Oscars in the last true. several years. But they're talking about you know obviously Leo and Brad Pitt for once upon oh, a time. That's, so great, so great. That's just a rumor. Wonderful. Jennifer, they, Jennifer Lopez is nominated. Oh, for, for uh, Hustlers. For, or we knew that. They've been hustlers. talking about yeah. that since the minute it was Bill, coming. Bill Hader for oh, yeah. 2 
Yep. For it too? Yeah, too, which yeah. I haven't wow. seen yet, but they say he steals some I heard Robert Downey Jr. for uh Already supporting actor, which is interesting. Right. And if for he, what? For Iron Man. For uh, I'm sorry, for uh, Avengers. Endgame. 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 Which Endgame. That would definitely be a award that it would, would be, for everything. Yeah. yeah it's like everything. a that's a that's a Lord of the Rings award. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um and obviously uh Joaquin Phoenix now. So. Or Joker, yeah. I really, I want to see it, yeah. but I don't want to see it. I do. It's very bleak, from what I understand. No shit, it's bleak. It well, looks it's like Joker. it's goddamn depressing. I gotta tell you, I was totally not on board this until they, they won like the Venice Film Festival, and then I'm like, oh, wow, uh, okay, maybe there's more to this. Maybe it's actually good. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not for all the sad From what stuff, I understand, it's it's like... You sympathize, you sympathize, you sympathize, and then you're like, nope. nope. Not anymore. <laughs> it's like Breaking Bad. Yeah. Breaking Bad was like that. You sympathize the whole thing. You're like, oh, I love this guy. Oh, I hate this guy. I love this guy. Oh, he's so good. Oh, come on, man. And then by the end of the series, you're like, fuck him. He's a fucking See, I was never fuck him. I was just like, wow, what is he going to do next? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what's with big fake teeth on actors? Yeah. Who's Ex- the new one? That's example? Got the big fake teeth. Oh, well, Timothy Oliphant right away. That's oh, the first guy. Instantly, I think of. instantly. Because he had the, he was, he was the next fucking. Clint Eastwood, really? No, he was the next uh, fucking James Dean. That kid, back in the nineties. That kid is older than all of us. I know, and, and his his uh, quirky smile with his little snaggle tooth, and he was. Oh, look I'm at like, you! Look at you licking your lips. Yeah, that guy was. He was a good looking dude. He's yeah. still a good-looking dude. He, he is, but he fucked up teeth. his mouth and he put fake teeth in. And, and it happened on Bachelor in Paradise. We yeah, Tom Cruise did it too. too. Tom Cruise did it eventually too. Yeah, Tom well, Cruise. He did. had to. Yeah, he did not have he to. He did not have to. We were watching. That makes some... your character who it ruined Jennifer Gray's career. Ruined her career. Well, for not teeth, not teeth, nose but job. her nose. But yeah. teeth is a big deal, and they keep shoving giant, and it's only on the top. They shove a giant like six pack of teeth. Who are we just watching? I don't know. Some girl. It fucked what up were you just watching with Timothy Oliphant? Like, Nothing, but he's, he's the one that comes he, up. He comes to mind okay. right mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Because he looks good in like a handful of movies, and then all of a sudden, like that, it's like, what happened to his teeth? Mm-hmm. Oh, Woody Harrelson was on Saturday Night Live, and he hasn't fixed his fucked up teeth, which is great. And you know what? This leads me into the next thing. Oh my God, Natalie Portman's in this new movie. Have oh you boy, seen, here we go. No, have I you have seen not. the terrible wig and heard the terrible accent? Oh my God. But, I guess we're never going to get her as a guest on the show. Uh, we knew that. We knew that a year ago. Uh, she was on some presser, and her teeth are all fucked up. She hasn't fixed her teeth. I know it's great. I love it. I love it. Oh my god, you're complimenting. I know. Natalie Portman. Trust me, I was surprised myself. But then they showed her a clip of her in the movie. They showed a, a, a movie clip of her, and uh, what movie is she is she coming up in? She's playing. Um, She's playing uh Flappity McFlapper. No, uh, the astronaut movie uh, with uh, the diaper. Astronaut diaper. Diaper astronaut. She wore the diaper and drove like to meet John hours to meet Oh, that's to, right. To that's stop right. John Hamm. Yeah. They're making a movie out of that? Yeah. And she's playing Who gives a shit? Dude, her wig It's called Lucy in the Sky. Yes. Okay, I okay. I, I know of the movie. I just her didn't know. Her wig that was and it. her fucking accent. Holy shit. It is like it's like simple Jack in <laughs> Oh, Tropic Thunder? Yeah. That's, you, never, it, it's, you never go full retail. <laughs> oh, and that's man. another movie that couldn't be made today. Yeah. Could not be And that's be not even that old. No. No, it came like right at And the, if Heath Ledger was still alive, I feel like Robert Downey Jr. would have won the Oscar that year. He should have, because no, he'll never no win it again. There's no way Heath Ledger would have won 
if nope. he was alive. No. I, Not I a chance. I applaud that too. Um, However, he been if nominated. Joaquin Phoenix does, yes, I agree. However, if Joaquin Phoenix does win, I think that's great that like Joker's two, Jokers. Got two Oscar, Oscars. And Jack Nicholson, I'm surprised he didn't get nominated. Was he nominated? Was he? I don't, I don't know. I'll yeah, we'll have to look folks. it up. I will try. Um, wait, no, don't do it now. No, we'll you just said now. something. What were you just talking about uh, that just made me... Diaper? No, Diaper movie. pants? Tropic Thunder. Tropic Not Thunder. Oh, we're uh, Jumanji. Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, Jack yeah, yeah. Black. Because Jack Black and Jumanji. And Jack Black and Tropic Thunder. They were similar yet completely different characters. I. The fact that Jack Black was a girl in that... No, he's brilliant. Oh, he's, uh, he's amazing. Like, that, he, hold on. I Like, I've heard... From all the podcasts that I listen to and the reviews and shit, I don't know why it took me so long to come back to uh, to see that Jumanji thing. So, so you just watched gr- it this week too? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It got great reviews though. From the very beginning, so, everybody liked it. I, but I just never. I was like, all right, it's on. Like, I'll watch it. I was like, this movie's fucking great, man. Well, I loved it. Great. Yeah, it was. Good. It's great. I was like, I, I wasn't on board at first, but then we're like, all right, let's just give it a shot. Jim likes it. Let's just see what it's about. And she was, she wanted to see it from the get go. We started watching it. You know what it is? It's the story. The story is really well done. The the, the script, like how how it, because I didn't I didn't understand I didn't know what it was the plot. I didn't basically didn't know the plot. Right. So once the plot starts to unfold, I'm I'm all on board 100. percent And it was great. It was such a good time. It was very. It fun. was so it was so fun. It's I don't normally like Kevin Hart. I thought he was fucking great in the movie. Oh my gosh, I don't like him sometimes, but I understand why people like him. Because he is funny. That sometimes. movie defined that exactly what you're saying to me. Like I, I like like not a fan, and I was like, I understand why people like him because yeah. I really liked him in that movie. I know, and I love again. Good to go back to Chappelle from last episode. Uh, he really had such great things to say about Kevin Hart, and it really shed like this great kind of human light yeah. on Kevin Hart, who's such a caricature. And really kind of made him human. And then seeing him in Jumanji, he's like, all right, you funny, oh, funny man. man. I just funny really imp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like a little fairy man. He's like, not, I didn't mean that like gay slang. I meant like. I know, I know what you meant. Okay. Like, he's like a little pixie. Yeah, th- thank you, thank you. A little pixie. Yes. Um, I loved. The- I feel like we're coming down on short people. We have nothing against short people, by no, the way. It's that's just, true. just It's just an observation. By the way, Jack Nicholson was not nominated for Batman. Oh, that's a shame. It is a shame. He should have been. Yeah. He was so good. I don't know. Would he have been supporting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, well, he actually has more screen time in that movie than Michael Keaton does. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I still feel like he would have been supporting. Yeah, you can't make probably it, the Joker the main character. But they're gonna play that on a like on a political thing. It's like, oh, what's your better chance of winning, best actor, right, or no. best supporting actor? Well, supporting that year in 1989 was Danny Aiello for Do the Right Thing. Wow. <laughs> wow. I loved it. I thought he did great in that. No, movie. it just. Who remembers? He, exactly. It's a long time ago. Uh, Dan Aykroyd in Driving Miss Daisy. Marlon Brando, The Dry White Season. He Oh, the, my God. Yeah, I'm sure he was nominated because his name's Marlon Brando. Yeah. Wait, I think it's funny that there's a movie called The Dry White Season. It sounds like Congress right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> funny. Sure uh, put the flappity on that one. That's right. Martin Landau for Crimes and Misdemeanors. And the winner was Denzel Washington for Glory, which was fantastic, by the way. It's the only one anybody remembers. <laughs> Danny Aiello. Oh. Danny Aiello, too. I'm, you know what? I'm yeah, about, is Danny Aiello still alive? No. I think he is, yeah. And, uh, I I'm, just remember him in Papa Don't Preach video. Exactly. I think it's cool that Dan Aykroyd got nominated for an Oscar. I think that's fucking cool. I think it's cool, too. No one remembers that. Because <laughs> yeah. so driving Miss Daisy is a steaming pile of shit. I'm trying to drive it to the stove. 
Yeah. Stop it. It's terrible. That's a line from the movie. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. Though. Oh. It's like wearing black pants. You can't. No, that's hardly even, <laughs> barely even close. No. You put that flappity back in your flappity. Your corset. <laughs> She's trying to find a place to spit out her vodka drink. Oh, my God. The flappity. Oh, man. What else you guys got? We're going to have to, like, part two this episode. No, we're fine. <laughs> Why? No, I mean from last episode's part oh, one yeah, to this part, one. Oh. No, part, oh flappity. Yeah. It's a sequel. The flappity. <laughs> it's the this time it's personal. And revenge of the flappity. This time it's personal. <laughs> one, here's a flappity. There's a flappity. Everywhere's a flappity, flappity. <laughs> We're flappity, flappity, flappin'. All right. Flappity, flap, oh, sorry, my right, God. Go. Um, hey, you know what they called them in the 1920s? Flappers. They did. <laughs> oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> and seen here at the party with Mr. Howard Hughes is Flappity. Flappity. And the flappers. The flapper. Oh. <laughs> Watch her flaps flapping. That just sounds great. This is the greatest flapper outfit. We call it the Flappity. <laughs> I was totally being gross. <laughs> Alright, stop being gross. What do you got? Um, Fleabag? Did you watch it yet? No. Nope. Oh, we finished both seasons. Was that only two? Yeah. Did you like it? Loved it. Okay. Um, the end was a bit abrupt. Is it, it done? Like it's. I think it's done. Yeah, I, I think, think that's it. Just two, 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 two and done. Yeah. I wow. Think so. I'm impressed. Uh, I really only, hope that becomes like a continuous thing. There's for only American six television. episodes on the second season. That's how, okay. How many episodes were on the first season? Eight. eight. Yeah. So eight and six. Well, it's good um, though. I, you know what? I love it. The story's over. They they got they got the point out. They got to where they were going, um, and, and it was great. They didn't extend it like you know Lost or something where it's just like, oh, we're gonna give you three seasons. Wait, no, we're kidding. Seven. No, wait, ten of twenty three episodes. Keith, stretch it I, out. I really think that we're starting to like adopt, and I and I think this is a good thing too. Um, like more European shows that that yeah. like. Quality over content. Like, or, we'll make a three or four episode content. season, which I don't even think it's like a season. It's just sort of like whatever. And then they're like, might not do another season. Oh, our writers came up with something good. Like Luther with Idris Elba and stuff right, like that. Right. And I, I haven't watched it. But I definitely think that... like, uh, Just for, have an idea. A short story. Just do a story. That's what I think Disney Plus is going to do. It's just sort of like Loki is going to come out as like a six or eight episode thing. May never go back to it again. Well, Just do that, right? And leave it alone. Some of our favorite comic book series are limited, limited series. Limited series. Absolutely. They live in that world. That's their. That's it, and it's over. Because I don't need you to masturbate for fucking four hundred seasons. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't want to see that. If you decide to do another season in two or three years, I'm. T- they're like, we have another Loki story to tell. All right, six episodes, four episodes. That's a four-hour movie. Great. Right. Right. And then leave it alone. Broken up. Yeah. yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah. So those of you who don't know, Fleabag is. Uh, a show that is on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Just won a bunch of Emmys. You got to know who Phoebe Waller-Bridge is. Yeah, it got six Emmys this year, which mm-hmm. is pretty outstanding. It beat out like uh, Game of Thrones, and it beat out who Veep. Else? Veep. I mean, it was pretty impressive. Yeah, so and it's done. It's all over. That's it. Cool. It's so good. It's good. basically like the third. It it it's your thirties in in a nutshell. It's kind of interesting. It's a really good show. Um, you want to end Irritainment Hyperlocal? Yeah, why sure. not? Um, so I'm going to give a little shout out. This is, I guess, an entertaining part of it. We love, and last week, I think, whenever we were done with our episode, we took Jim and went to our favorite brewery in town, which is Copper Point. 
Um, they have the best stout. If you're a stout lover, they have the best stout you'll ever drink. It's a nitro coffee stout called Bee Rabbit. And our favorite Bee Rabbit, our favorite local food truck is Silver Spork. And they were there magically last night. Like we stopped by at like three o'clock after we went to Home Depot and stuff. And oh, Amelia Smarties Plants, a local nursery. That's absolutely gorgeous. Um, so we went last night and surprise, they were there. They were there last week when you and I, uh-huh. when we all went. <clears throat> so they had Oktoberfest treats. We had a delicious burger. They can make the shit out of a burger, that cop, that silver spork. It was so delicious. What yeah. did it have on it? Bacon it had jam. Like a, yeah, like a bacon jam nice. and some kind of crazy lettuce with... Uh, cheese, some Gouda maybe? Yeah. Some kind of cheese. really, really good. It was a delicious burger and I yeah. got the fries without the stinky feet truffle. The fries are great. The regular fries are great. Oh my god! Um, and then we got um, some kind of a Guinness and beer soaked bratwurst that was uh, sauerkraut and Wickles relish. Yeah, sauerkraut. What? And yes, that's I know. Awesome. The bun really good. was so soft. It was like the softest bun. We didn't get dessert. I couldn't even believe it. I almost died. But that's um, yeah. They had an apple streusel. That's our that that was our Saturday. Yeah. So, you know, um, you guys shop local. I think that that's what I'm going to end this entertainment with. Go out, find out who's in your neighborhood, who starts their own business. Go give them your love and your money and keep them around. Show them that the mom and pop shops are not dead in America, please. Yeah. You all know somebody that runs their own business. I know you do. Some of the best, some of the, the best stuff you're going to find is local stuff by local people. It's really great because they actually give a shit. And they're supporting their community and want, they want to care about their community. So hashtag shop local. Um, and yeah, I mean, we guys were talking about it earlier with Jesse and AJ Brockman. Yeah. With, yep. uh, oh, uh, I love it. I support the shit out of that, man. And like Kelsey seeing the arts Vintage. come alive like that and be mm-hmm. successful financially yeah. is amazing. We have amazing. friends all over West Palm Beach, Chicago, our friends at Percolator, hashtag Percolator, hashtag Thrift and Thrive. Um, yeah, we have people all over. So support local business, y'all. They're your friends and neighbors. Cheers. Let's get to questions. Cheers. All right. What do you guys got? Drink? I wish I had more of this drink. Oh man, yeah. uh, we were, we were drinking some shitty cocktails you made us. Mm. So what are those? What are those, Jim? Because I don't. Those have are the oh shit. Um, Christina, you're drinking the Golden Cadillac. I'm oh. drinking the Fallen Angel. Okay. Jim, should, should I go first? Yeah, or, go first. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go first. All right. My question is simple. Yeah. Christina, what is your dream car? My dream car wasn't this. Oh. No, we had what was your first car? Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Boy, I'm glad you remember that. I looked it up last night. <laughs> oh, God, this is a real tough question. Obviously. Is it really? I thought you'd be able to answer this in three seconds. Mm-mm. I could literally I answer it. this in three seconds. Mm-mm. I thought we had this too before. Maybe we just talked about it. Because oh, maybe we did. I love my. I want a Mini Cooper for the rest of my life. I want to drive a little fucking Mini Cooper zipping around. But you have a Mini Cooper. I know that needs to be... We're having massaged. Some, yeah, anyway. You got to put the flappity back in there? Yeah, the yeah. flappity needs, needs some it. flapping. And, uh... <laughs> So, but uh, I think a Jaguar K series, like 60s. What? 60s, yeah. yeah. Nice. Good job. Uh, British Racing Green. Uh, <laughs> like, you had to think about this, yeah. and then you just you said British it. You have it locked green. and loaded. What's wrong with you? Because British Racing Green? No one's uttered that since the 60s. Please. <laughs> what the fuck? You just dropped you? some flappity on that shit, is what uh, you just did. Well, I don't know, because a 1960s Mustang in Wimbledon White 
might also be on And Wimbledon list. White. Well, you're a dick. <laughs> yeah, you're full of shit, too. Oh, I'm going to think about this. I don't this. know. No, no one's ever said Wimbledon White. It's not a Crayola crayon. It is, too. That's a real color. Mustangs are really painted that color. Just like, look it up. While he's right. going No, I believe it exists. Yeah. I just think that you had this programmed in your head for quite some time. Yeah, Wimbledon White and Kelly English Green. No, it's <laughs> British Racing Green. Oh, I'm sorry. So, Jaguar, what was the other one? And Wimbledon White? Um, Mustang. What 60s, year? 60s sometime in the 60s. Like Bullet Era, Steve McQueen? No, kind of earlier thing? than that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about a fastback or not, though. And I don't know about racing stripes. So, But I do like them in white. That white's just Always nice. fastback for me. Always a Always. Fastback. I know, but I like the coops. The coops are kind of like Barbie to me. Like, the coops are a little cute and Barbie. And if that were the case, I'd have pink interior. Right? It would be oh like... Listen God. to this gearhead. She's so excited about talking about this right now. <laughs> She's a little wet right now. Uh, it would definitely be a ragtop convertible. <laughs> I don't like ragtops. It would be a ragtop convertible of pink. I think it would be in Wimbledon white with a pink, like, Barbie pink top and interior. Because then it's a surprise. You don't see it coming. Instead of it being a pink car with a white interior. It's a white car with a pink interior. Uh Uh-huh. We all like a little pink interior. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) What about you, Captain? Uh, 1969 Dodge uh, Charger. Yeah. Um, Eleanor? No, that's the... That's that's a 71, isn't it? No, that's a GT500. That is also on my list. That's also on my list, too. It's fucking... And uh, I love the... That's a gun in 60 seconds reference. And I love the uh, 1967 Shelby Cobra is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. But I really love the 69 Charger. Um, It's a little bit smaller. It doesn't have the wraparound bumper like the 70 Charger. Um, And I like the... 68 also has that. Um, And I also like uh, Silver. Nice I prefer silver. the early 60s to the later 60s, early 70s yeah. of most of these cars. I think the early 60s, mid-60s, shit was so weird. They were still making weird future yeah. shit. Yeah. And then when the late 60s, early 70s got big and fat and heavy, so before that. I like the shit that's before that. And I definitely want hard top. I don't like... I don't like Convertibles or ragtops. I also like the Avanti. If you, if you want to look oh, at that car, I know what an Avanti a Studa, is. Studebaker was going out of business, or they were still in business. I don't know, but they created this like Italian. It was like a mishmash Avanti uh, by Studebaker, basically, and it's a uh, it's the weirdest looking fucking car. But there's something about it that I it's so sixties. It's so weird. It's so weird. Sixties. It's just a weird car. What about you? Seventy seven Trans Am. Nice. Top of the list. Yeah, bir- car with a bird on the front. Uh, definitely a bird, but I want—I still want it in black, but I want everything else to be silver. I don't want the and no gold. I, I don't mind the gold. I don't mind I mean, the gold. I, I don't mind it, but if I had my preference, all chrome. Actually, I wouldn't even mind if it was like silver with a silver bird or blue. blue See, I liked it with, with the white. Bird. I liked the white tea top. Even the white one. Yeah, the white tea top with cool. the silver would be nice. But definitely a fire, Ooh. a fire, firebird Trans Am. Oh, like God, that yeah. is the top of my list. Also, uh, fifty-six Corvette. Mm, no, never a Corvette for me. Are you remembering what the '56 Corvettes looked like? Because yeah. they weren't like the, th- no. the little narrow, the, sh- ones. the sharp nose. I know. They were I know. wider. I know. I just never. I've just never been enamored of that big, long front end. I don't care about that big, that big nose. The, the ones from the '50s weren't that long. They weren't as nosy. No. no, 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 not at all. They were a l- no. still a little nosy, but they weren't. They had a bigger that. back end. I liked the actually '69 uh, Stingray. Those are nice. I See, actually I don't know. shout that out Trans Am got me a little bit all excited yeah. now. Oh, I, can't, I can't. Like that is background. that's the top. That is oh, absolutely man. the top of my list. I will say this though: when I was dating Judy, her mom had a '78 Stingray. Really? And she's like, she handed me the keys and was take it out for a spin. I was Shut like, are you kidding me? Oh my god! 
Just lucky I didn't leave a pile of sauce in the yeah. driver's Gross. seat. Gross. That because you made out with her daughter in her car? I might have. Oh, Yucky. More. Yucky. <laughs> anyway, what's, All right, well. what's Jim drinking? I am oh. drinking a, uh, a Flappity. A Fallen Angel. Oh, Flappity Angel. Are you going to ask me a question about poison? About, um, sort of, but not really. Again, uh, going on our hyper-local theme. Yes. Oh, This cool. question is hyper-local. Okay, cool. Um, anyone that's grown up in Palm Beach County from the mid-80s until now, even, if you were any kind of, like, alternative, for lack of a better word, kid on the scene, you like that kind of music, you like that kind of lifestyle and culture, you hung out at a club called Respectable Street. Mm-hmm. So we all grew up in Respectables. There's a whole nother generation growing up in Respectables right now. Um, so Jim, if they played anyway, it was it was alternative. It's like the darker side of things. Jim, what top three bands make you think of Respectables? Ooh, like the like their music comes on, and within the first ten seconds, you've been taken to a memory yeah. in Respectables. Um, Sugar Kisses. Who's that? Bands. Sugar Kisses. That that band makes me think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's, Lips Like Sugar by, uh, uh, geez, Echo and the Bunnymen. Okay. 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 That's good. Echo and the Bunnymen. That's good. That's a really good one. And you can even take me to Funky Town, which they have played their version of Funky Town there, too. That is a very good one. Um, In Excess, for for sure. Interesting. Don't don't Change, Always. That makes me think of Junior High, Middle School Junior High. yeah, but these are songs that like I would hear once in a while, and then just sort of like affected my DNA. Like, what makes me think of that place? Interesting. And probably at the top of my request list is "The Reflex" by Duran Duran. So Duran Duran's up there for you. Oh yeah, yeah. See, um, when I was thinking about this question, but like the, Susie and the Banshees. Yeah, like, like this like, is what I mean. Like, the, I, to me, it was like these bands that I had either never heard before. Or maybe knew but didn't know and made me go down a rabbit hole of these bands yeah. that I would never have been exposed to necessarily unless I went to Respectables or were hanging out with the kids from Respectables or any of that stuff. Uh, Susie and Pixies are are tied for me. It's a good one. Um, uh, but I feel like it's also changed over new, time, too. I because but new, when I first started going there, they were playing Rage Against the Machine new and, order. And, and Stone Temple Pilots. And... Um, uh, oh fuck Al Jorgensen's band why, why? Ministry Ministry they're playing lots of Ministry like stuff from uh, New World Order to the stuff from more of his poppy, poppier era of things but that sort of changed like that a lot of that didn't carry over like Susie ca- carries over a little bit I feel like they still like okay so then let's go there I feel like okay, in the early aughts it was Hot Chip and um, they played Interpol, the Killers a lot too Interpol and uh, even LCD like all of these bands, but I, New Order was the other one in my top three. And who was the other one? Oh, Sisters of Mercy. Sisters of Mercy is a band that will only make me ever think of Respectables. Why would I ever? That's, 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 that, that's a great example. Yeah. Well, but you remember the, what, you remember Skate Nigs? They yes. never play that anymore. Yes. That, whoever sang that song, that makes me think of like literally the golden age of the time Peaches. that we had spent there. Peaches, Peaches. is another one. Yeah. Um, what, what, by uh, President of the United States of America? No, no, no. The, no, no, the, the band, singer, the, the band. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about uh, Skinny Puppy? Yes. Skinny Puppy, a lot of uh, industrial bands, too. A lot of industrial bands. Right. Joy Division, for me, that's definitely on my top of my list. I'll, 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 
interestingly enough, and I know I'm going to get crushed for saying this, but when Orgy had that hit with Blue Monday, oh yeah, they played the shit out of it. Oh, see, there was always New Order for me. It, it wasn't that band. It was because the, they played a bunch of other well, that was New Joy Order. Division. That wasn't uh, New Order. Well, whatever. Right. Whatever. I've been drinking all day. What do you want from I, me? I'm, <laughs> Getting all flappity, I'm mean, oh, yeah, flappity, and you flap. Um, they used to play a lot of Weezer, yeah, I, back when we were all there. When it was oh, uh, the sweater song all Forget day it. long, man. Forget it. Forget it. But I also remember like Franz Ferdinand, yeah, Everclear, and uh, a lot of Mazzy Star. Oh, oh my Portis god, Head and yes. Portis Head. Yes, yes. Um, Joey, who sings for not um, Concrete Blonde, Concrete, Concrete Blonde. Blonde all day. Oh, the vampire song. Oh my god, that song's awesome. All the vampires would come out and yeah. dance to that song. Um, Ramstein. 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 Have you ever had any other reason to listen to that band than it was <laughs> no, no, for, for me personally, no. <laughs> That's what but I mean. But me. <laughs> do hasht. Um. Yeah, what else? Run a roll. There's more. Uh, no, there's plenty more. Oh yeah. god, there's so much more. But like I said, like I remember they they, they would pull in all like they start playing Rage Against the Machine in the late '90s. And they'd have all the bouncers and shit come in to wrangle all the f- guys that were like fucking slam dancing with each other. They yeah. would start a pit. Yeah. Completely. It was fun. It was so fun. That place used to get packed to the gills. I've never seen it as packed Wednesday. as it was. I remember Wednesdays was like Man. ladies night used to be yep. wrapped around the corner. And ra- and it didn't matter what the weather was. It was freezing cold. And it was a bad neighborhood back in the 90s. And there would be a line a half a block from the front door on ladies night and we'd all be freezing our butts off in little tiny outfits because once you got inside there's no coat check it's not like up north there's no place to put your jacket right. and you're not going to dance in your jacket because it's wall to wall and it's hot as fuck smoky as fuck yeah and so you'd hang out yeah. freezing in your tiny little slip dress and you're, you're, and you're freezing in my slut clothes yep in your <laughs> slut clothes yep exactly waiting to get inside so you'd be like dancing to get warm it was a badass we had such a good time such a good time well, um, cheers. Yeah, Thanks cheers, for listening guys. to our hyper-local um, edition. Did we, did we uh, succeed with the challenge that you gave us, Wally? Yes, we did good. I challenge you to make a drink that we like. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Fuck you, right? No, flappity. <laughs> I think your flappity is fine. I will drink it until I'm flappity. Oh, flapping on your tongue, are you? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Put your flapping tongue away, won't you? Put your flapping tongue away. It offends me. Well, y'all, it's been a nice ride. Try not to S and E D on your weighted P. Love, Mom. Hearts. See you later, F-A-C. Awful. You gotta stick stick with the flapping podcast. It's awful.